Of course, one of the big headlines in this Monday is the reopening of Canada's land border. It was at midnight, reopened to fully vaccinated U.S. travelers. Restaurants said to be among those relieved that uh, tourists from the U.S. Uh, could be returning. But as a rebound by restaurants, is it being threatened by a few factors? Here's James Rylett with Restaurants Canada. He joins us now here on Global News Radio. James, good afternoon. Hi, thanks for having me. Well, appreciate you coming on. Uh, just first off, how has the return to quote-unquote normal been overall for restaurants? Well, it's been busy. Uh, people, as we thought, were very anxious to get out and uh, enjoy some restaurants and enjoy cooking that wasn't their own and get out and uh, uh, meet some people and sit on a patio or even go in a restaurant. So it's been very, very good. Uh, business has been brisk and uh, um, restaurants are happy to be doing what they can, to, uh, what they want to do. Well, that's good to hear. And I know there's a lot of people uh, relieved that they can once again go to their local, their favorite uh, restaurant and uh, walk away. And for once in maybe a year and a half, not worry about the dishes. It's somebody else's uh, turn. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah. uh, listen, when we talk about this return to normal, though, has the restaurant rebound been uh, threatened by a couple of things? And I want to start with uh, some difficulties in staffing and hiring. Yeah, what, what we're seeing is uh, a lot of people have left the industry, unfortunately, and uh, um, no, you know, no fault to them. They they needed to get secure jobs, and in uh, the last year, the restaurant industry just wasn't secure. Uh, there was a lot of uh, stoppages and starting, and uh, um, so we lost a lot of people that way. Uh, and also, just trying to hire people in the middle of the summer when they've already got plans or have taken other things. Uh, it's just not a great time to be looking for employees. So it has been a struggle to try and get employees, and uh, but uh, they're doing their best. And I think most people are, are may, may have to adjust hours, but they're, they're, most places are open. Is it just a timing thing? I mean, why has it been so hard to get staff, to get fully staffed up in uh, restaurants? Because uh, I know things like, uh, you know, wages, they, they've been increased uh, during the pandemic. Yeah, well, you know, most restaurants are paying more than they did before, and uh, they, they understand that. Um, the biggest problem simply is you just can't find people. They've they've taken other jobs. Uh, um, uh, this has been a hard year for our industry, and that includes the employees. And uh, even if they wanted to stay in the industry, they they needed to feed their families. They needed to get uh, food, uh, get uh, a, a paycheck. And our industry wasn't providing that for the longest time, uh, unfortunately. And uh, once you have a your have a full time job that you're you're you've been doing for a while, it's hard to leave that and go back to what you used to do. So um, we're trying to find other uh, avenues for for getting people, and uh, um, it's slow, but I think we're starting to um, get people to come back to our industry. We were speaking with a restaurant owner out of Ottawa a few weeks back uh, here on the program who was basically uh, pleading for uh, patients and saying it's going to take roughly 90 days, three months uh, for most restaurants, his included, to kind of uh, get back up and running, uh, get back up to speed. Is that how you see the restaurant industry uh, overall, that it's going to take uh, two, three months? Probably. It's, you know, everything's everything has been upheaved and uh to get everything working like uh, clockwork, it sometimes takes a while. You, you, you've got to get back onto your schedules of getting uh, deliveries, getting your staff uh, schedules underway. Uh, 
um, you know, even stuff as simple as, as uh, updating the menus. It's been a long time since a lot of people were open. So they probably need to update their menus. They probably need to update their kitchen. And uh, a lot of those little things take a while, but uh, they're getting there. And uh, uh, with a little patience, I think everyone uh, will be happy with the result. All right. Staffing has been uh, one one area of concern, but the other has been higher food prices. What can you tell us about that when it comes to uh, the supply chain and getting food, getting ingredients? Uh, how much have prices increased? Well, we started to uh, uh, see that uh, about six to eight months ago. Uh, what grain prices really went high. And uh, as the grain, pr- the um those prices made it into the system and made it up the supply chain. We started to see prices for things like uh, mainly beef and uh, chicken was the first thing that we noticed. Uh, um, and it went on anywhere from 15 to 30% higher. Uh, so those things are going through. We also, uh, got uh delivery uh, charges have gone way up mainly anything you import from overseas or or uh, domestically uh, the cost has has got risen so that has to make its way into the food prices so we have seen p- food prices going up uh um hopefully they don't go up much higher but it, it hasn't been significant and uh with it's hard for us to to raise prices. Consumers are very price aware, um, but I think in the end, it, it may be the way they have to go. Yeah. Has that been reflected in menu prices or is that something that the restaurant industry, you're really having a hard look at right now? I mean, 15 to 30 percent, is that increase is just temporary, do you think, uh, James, or are those price increases here to stay and eventually customers are going to see that reflected in the prices on the menu? Yeah, it's, you know, the, those prices, that's just on one, one item. So it'll, I think eventually it has to be reflected. Restaurants really don't have a lot of levers to lower prices. It's, uh, it's either the menu prices or, or, and you can't really lower labor, labor costs what it costs. Uh, so that's the only lever they have to try and uh, get revenue back. So we'll probably see uh, prices go up uh in a typical year, prices go up from two, 2.5% about. Um, so they might be a li- go up a little higher than that, but uh, um, not sure what that'll be yet, but it'll go up, you know, uh, in that range. All right. Just finally, uh, James, before I let you go, I wanted to ask you about the other big news of the day. As I mentioned off the top, the land border reopened to fully vaccinated U.S. travelers. How much of a boom do you expect that to be for uh, restaurants and the tourism uh, industry and restaurants particularly, you know, I'm thinking about Niagara that really rely on tourism. Yeah, it's, it's great news. Uh, hopefully the, uh, the Americans start coming over to start traveling and we'll, we'll see that going up. Um, you know, the, in the tourism industry, the biggest job creator is are the restaurants. So uh, there's a lot of people who rely on tourism to uh, pay their bills and to uh, to uh, to employ them. So uh, the more tourists that come, the more Ontarians get uh, employed. And we still are seeing in our industry a lot of people that haven't been uh, that are are still unemployed. So it can't come too soon. And hopefully, uh, hopefully they start to cross the border in, in great numbers soon. All right. Got to leave it there for now. James, appreciate the time as always. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for your time. You have a great day. You too. James Rylett is with Restaurants Canada. And that does it for my time on this Monday. Thanks as always for yours. I'm Jeff MacArthur. I'll see you tomorrow morning at 9 on The Morning Show on Global Television. Thank you to those listening in on 980 CFPL in London this afternoon. For those listening on 640 Toronto.
Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.